Hello, this is Maisie. And this is Kelsey. We're recording this a few days before Mother's Day, so this podcast is dedicated to all the single moms out there and the children that were raised by them. Today we're focusing on the impact of parentification in single parent households. We both grew up in single parent households and we both have experiences uh, with parentification. According to Gardner's International Handbook of Parental Alienation Syndrome, quote, parentification is the process of role reversal where a child is obligated to act as a parent to their own parent or sibling. There's two distinct types of parentification that have been identified. There's instrumental parentification and emotional parentification. So for the purposes of this podcast, Kelsey and I are going to cover the two types of um, parentification in our own lives. I'm going to talk about my experiences with emotional parentification, and she's going to talk about her experiences with instrumental parentification. Emotional parentification um, occurs when a child or adolescent, quote, must take on the role of a confidant or mediator for uh, parents and their family members. And instrumental parentification involves the child completing physical tasks for the family, such as looking after a sick relative, paying bills, interpreting foreign language, or providing assistance to younger siblings that would normally be provided for by a parent. So my mom is a single mom. My dad died when I was six, and I have two younger siblings. And I was tasked with a lot of... uh, the emotional responsibilities of a parent because my mom took on the more disciplinarian role um, to my siblings and myself. And my mom sort of handled the, um, I guess, traditionally fatherly roles of the family. Like she, you know, worked a lot and um, I was the one who packed lunches and got everyone up and ready for school in the morning. And I thought that that was just routine but in retrospect it's come I've, I've come to understand that I was kind of being put in a position I that I shouldn't have been put in and I felt a lot of stress and anxiety as a kid um, because of a, a lot of the responsibility that was on me. I also grew up with a single mom my parents were divorced when I was five and my dad was not in the picture he moved to Russia and just was not part of my life. (laughs) My mom is an intensive care unit nurse in Boston, so for as long as I can remember, she was working long 12-hour shifts, gone for all of the day, and I was in childcare a lot. And the difference between Maisie and I is that I'm an only child, so I didn't really have anyone younger to have to emotionally help out, but it was all on me. Especially physical tasks around the house, chores, getting groceries, helping my mom when she was sick. I definitely took the role of a second adult in the house. I think we both have acknowledged multiple times to each other (laughs) multiple aspects of parentification um, without really having a name for it. So doing this project with Kelsey has kind of awakened a lot of... uh, stuff I think for both of us for the most part parentification and having single mothers put us in a role that we were not ready for 
parentification is really the absence of a childhood. The, the child is sort of denied a childhood because they're put into this adult role as a child. And both of us <laughs> let off a lot of steam at school. That's actually how we discovered each other, just from our giggles heard across from the classroom. And I think just having that uh, a safe place that where we could be kids and where, in fact, we were encouraged to be children, it was life-saving yeah yeah we lived for school yeah I love school um the support I got there my teachers were great I had lots of friends and it was a sanctuary for me to go to school um and to be a kid it was kind of the only to place... a fault sometimes that I would be so silly in school because I that was the only place I could be a kid because when I went home I was a mini adult exactly but it's hard to put this all into a list because it is just how we grew up and how we still are affected. Um, It doesn't end when you turn 18. One of my favorite writers calls an advantageous disadvantage. There are there are good things that have come out of this disadvantage that we both grew up with and uh, we both are emotionally resilient I would say. Um, We are both uh, independent and we both have a respect for our mothers and and what they did. I think we're both still making up for our childhoods. (laughs) (laughs) It's never too late to have a good childhood.